Chapter Two of Neighbors Life Stories of the Other Half. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Neighbors by Jacob A. Reese. Chapter Two Kin. Early twilight was settling in on the Holy Eve. In the streets of the city stirred the bustling preparation for the holiday. The great stores were lighting up, and crowds of shoppers thronged the sidewalks and stood stamping their feet in the snow at the crossings where endless streams of carriages passed. At a corner where two such currents met sat an old man propped against a pillar of the elevated road and played on a squeaky fiddle. His thin hair was white as the snow that fell in great soft flakes on his worn coat, buttoned tight to keep him warm. His face was pinched by want, and his back was bent. The tune he played was cracked and old like himself, and it stirred no response in the passing crowd. The tin cup in his lap held only a few coppers. There was a jam of vehicles on the avenue, and the crush increased. Among the newcomers was a tall young woman in a fur coat who stood quietly musing while she waited, till a quavering note from the old man's violin found its way into her reveries. She turned inquiringly toward him and took in the forlorn figure, the empty cup, and the indifferent throng with a glance. A light kindled in her eyes, and a half amused smile played upon her lips. She stepped close to the fiddler, touched his shoulder lightly, and, with a gesture of gentle assurance, took the violin from his hands. She drew the bow across the strings once or twice, tightened them, and pondered a moment. Presently there floated out upon the evening the familiar strains of Old Black Joe, played by the hand of a master. It rose above the noise of the street through the rattle and roar of a train passing overhead, through the calls of cabmen and hucksters. It made its way, and where it went, a silence fell. It was as if every ear was bent to listen. The crossing was clear, but not a foot stirred at the sound of the policeman's whistle. As the last strain of the tune died away, and was succeeded by the appealing notes of Way Down Upon the Swanee River, Every eye was turned upon the young player. She stood erect, with heightened color, and nodded brightly toward the old man. Silver coins began to drop in his cup. Twice she played the tune to the end. At the repetition of the refrain, O oh, darkies, how my heart grows weary, far from the old folks at home. A man in a wide-brimmed hat, who had been listening intently, emptied his pockets into the old man's lap and disappeared in the crowd. Traffic on the street and avenue had ceased. Not a wheel turned. From streetcars and cabs, heads were poked to find out the cause of the strange hold-up. The policeman stood spellbound, the whistle in his half-raised hand. In the hush that had fallen upon the world rose clear and sweet the hymn it came upon a midnight clear, and here and there hats came off in the crowd. Once more the young woman inclined her head toward the old fiddler. 
and coins and banknotes were poured into his cup and into his lap until they could hold no more. Her eyes were wet with laughing tears as she saw it. When she had played the verse out, she put the violin back into its owner's hands and with a low, Merry Christmas, friend, was gone. The policeman awoke and blew his whistle with a sudden blast. Street cars and cabs started up. Business resumed its sway. The throng passed on, leaving the old man with his hoard as he gazed with unbelieving eyes upon it. The world moved once more, roused from its brief dream. But the dream had left it something that was wanting before, something better than the old man had found. Its heart had been touched. End of Kin Recording by Richard Kilmer, Real Medina, Texas